interview with Dave Stevens. And you might wonder why I'm interviewing Dave Stevens. I can't even say her last name. But he's our first success story. So this is real people, real results. Believe it or not, even though I'm a mad, crazy fitness guru now, there was a time I was a real person. He so was. I'm the interviewee today. He wouldn't use the interview. She insisted. I didn't I want to did. do it. I did. Yeah, I went kicking and screaming. Of course. Yes. And so, so many years ago, when he was 53, 13 years ago, um, he wasn't doing very well. Throw me under the bus right off the bat. Hey, I'm older. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So it's okay. So um, he was not doing very well. And we're going to let him share his story and how and why. But this is all part of how we got started and why all these years later, this is what we do. This is what our passion. This is what we're trying to do for each of you to make a difference in your life. Because we know many times things just look hopeless and what do I do and how do I get there and you know it's just too hard yeah so so I, I guess I just basically tell my story um had a lot of different jobs I was in retail from early 20s to uh to uh early 30s I was a drugstore manager for a drugstore chain it was a good job. It was okay. But it, what it did was it gave me a very flexible schedule. And I had been an athlete since I was very young. I mean, when I was a kid, I hate to admit it, even growing up in Southern California, I wanted to play catcher for the New York Yankees. Um, never realized that dream, but I was able to realize dreams of playing at a high enough level locally that I played sports three, four, five days a week, sometimes all weekend at tournaments. And I never really got the proper training, even in school, as to how I should move. I got no functional movement training. I was not taught how to move. I was not taught ways to protect myself. And I'm not sure back then, back in the old days, that people, I don't think the coaches even knew. Some of the stretches they had me do, I realize now, did more damage than they did good. We resolved that sense, but... To make a long story short, in the early 80s, I got tired of the corporate lifestyle and, and forged out on my own and, and started, I don't know, a bunch of companies. I'm not even going where everything was. Just envision owning a gold mine, owning a print shop, having a publication where I could get a press pass to San Francisco 49ers, and all kinds of varied fuel additives. Um, most of them fairly successful, none of them multi-million dollar companies, but successful enough I could build the company and sell them. And that's kind of my partner loves starting things, but he hated running them. So we kind of build these, get them running for a year or two, and then sell them. Um, and that's what we did. But also, that also afforded the lifestyle where I could play baseball on weekends, softball four or five nights a week. I could be on tournament teams. I could go all over the country. I played tennis and none of it with very good mechanics. So, as happens to many of us, I hit my 40s, mid-40s, and I was starting to break down. It was starting to hurt, and I didn't know why. I mean, I'd been athletic my whole life. So, Peggy and I, I was with Peggy at the time, and we, we started doing things like weightlifting and running and things that we thought would fix me. 
and they kind of did for a while, for a long time, um, made me better. But I'll tell you what, I hit 53, and it was like a ton of bricks fell on my head. Man, my body was broken. If I had to get in and out of the car, I would hang on to the edge of the car, painstakingly pick up a leg and put it in, and pick up the other leg and put it in. You should have seen me twisting to get in some. And then I might hang on with both hands while my back released before I could come around. I had crippling sciatica. If I was on the floor, I would have to crawl all the way across the floor to a chair to get up. Um, it was not good. Going up and down stairs, I was in excruciating pain most of the day. I, I almost hated to wake up in the morning sometime. It was definitely affecting my quality of life. I was able to walk most of the time, but I couldn't walk the distances or the speeds I wanted to. I stopped running. My knees were so painful, they hurt so bad that I, I just couldn't do it anymore. Keeping up with my kids, my grandkids. Did I have grandkids then? I did. Yes, you did. I did. I had grandkids at 35. Thanks, Allison. Oh, did I say that out loud? I think so. Okay, that's my oldest daughter. She's a sweetheart. Sandra, I love you too. So it's all good. It's all good. But. Grandpa Dave was beginning to have trouble keeping up with the kids, keeping up with my kids, keeping up with their kids. And all of a sudden I realized I couldn't play sports anymore. I quit baseball, I quit softball. I wouldn't do pick up football games on the weekends anymore. Even playing Frisbee was tough. So my quality of life was going downhill, going downhill fast. I couldn't travel because I couldn't ride in the car for more than about 45 minutes before I was just almost in tears. So we thought we would do something. So we went to a uh, local sports medicine clinic and their claim to fame was they worked for the professional sports teams. They were the doctors for the local professional sports teams, football and baseball. And so I thought, okay, I'll go into them. They'll, they'll teach me what I need to do to get better. Well, I went to them, I had an initial consultation and of that initial consultation, the doctor assured I could get all of the second, third, fourth opinions I wanted. I was facing multiple surgeries. Two on my feet, we were talking a knee, we were talking a hip. Now they hadn't gone to the depth that these were going to be, we didn't know. All I knew, I had my shoulder. All we knew, lower back, all we knew, fuse my spine, are you kidding me? Anyways, all that we knew was that they wanted to slice and dice. That was their answer. And here, here's some pain pills while you wait. That didn't work. That didn't work at all. So we began researching. I tried some things. I tried rolfing. I tried massage. Rolfing helped your feet. Rolfing helped my feet Ralphing a lot. Really that was, I will give rolfing that. It helped my feet. I went from having a line in the sand when you look back to having a full plat footprint from two rolfing sessions. So maybe rolfing was our first discovery, that yeah. there were other things out there. Now my feet, if you look, my feet are still, they're ugly. I mean, I, I hate to put it that way. In fact, I've had time in training when I was back in Miami for training. One of the women that was in training with me looks Scott through and goes, oh my God, what happened to your feet? And I looked down like nothing. So they're just, they're special feet as the guy at the Nike store told me, they're special. And, and I choose to believe that, but you know what? They're functional now. I can walk, I can balance, I can move. They don't hurt most of the time. But when they hurt, I got tools to fix them. So that was the first thing we found. The next thing we found was a method of stretching that literally changed my life, fixed my body, and set me on a career path I never would have expected. 
I'd always been in entrepreneurial creating businesses and loved the flights of creating the new business and making it work. Um, I was still broken. My feet were, feet were better, but the back, everything else was still broken. I still had the same sciatica issues. I couldn't lift my shoulder. The pain was so excruciating that I could not get enough bow right here before it would start catching and the pain would get bad. Um, so we were in a concert, and the concert was at Border Books, an artist we both really enjoyed. And so he's playing away, and this is for another interview. She could not sit for more than two or three minutes without going into pain herself. Peggy was up browsing bookshelves. I couldn't move. I was sitting in the chair. That's where I stayed unless she was going to help me or I was going to get up and make my way across the room embarrassingly, hardly able to move and taking my time and blocking people's views. She found a book. And this book was a method of stretching that it just made a lot of sense when we read the book. And so we took it home. We bought the book. We took it home. We tried to put me through some of the stretches. I couldn't get into position number one. It was really frustrating. But that's when I found out that a good trainer, a good practitioner, was worth his weight in gold. Believe that, we went online, even this company, this guy who wrote the book was in Boston. We found somebody that had worked with him, who had actually helped develop the method with him. And guess what? We were in San Diego. He was surfing in North San Diego County. We called him up. He came down. He worked with me three times a week for three weeks. Um, it was amazing because he stretched me, and I had no idea what he was doing. He was stretching me, like you watch on the sidelines in an NFL game. He was stretching in a particular way. I thought, okay, this is weird. This is strange, but I'm willing to try anything at this point. I, I short, of, short of the knife and medication. So we went on the second session. I'm down on the floor. Remember how I told you I had to get him off the floor, crawl over to a chair? I'm down on the floor, he's stretching me, and he says, all right, stand up. And I, I kind of go to my knees, and I come up, and all of a sudden, I stood up. Let me tell you, there were tears in my eyes. I was like, are you kidding me? It's that simple. I got up straight up off the floor. I didn't elevate like Miss Peg, but I was able to put a knee on my hand and stand up, and it wasn't excruciating pain. The pain didn't stop me. I was like, oh, my God. This is amazing. He stretched me three times a week for three weeks, changed his name to Charlie Whitehorse, and moved to Greenland to open his Iceland. Own, Iceland, I'm sorry. The green one, not the icy one. Yes. So that's Iceland. Yes. Moved, he moved to Iceland. He was gone, and there were no practitioners. I mean, the guy that wrote the book, him and a couple people in Miami, who we later met and became our mentors. We what could, I figured out was I could do a yoga class, yoga style class, or some of my... Students call it a yoga-ish class because I, I, I don't do the woo-woo. I don't do the, I, we do do mindset, but not in the same way most people would anticipate in a regular yoga class. So I was able to adapt these stretches, and I call it contracted stretching, where you're stretching the muscle and it's under contraction. I'm not going to get into that right now. Able to fix myself. And I'm not going to get into the rest of the story. Just needless to say, we discovered Ann and Steve in Florida. We interned with them for 18 months, bouncing back and forth from, from at this time, Oregon and San Diego to Miami. And we, we worked with them, and we learned that stretching method. But since then, we've added other modalities, other things that enhance 
and make it even better. And here we are, broken in my 40s, demolished in my 50s, demolished in her 50s, not wanting to age like our parents, knowing that we, were, we had this life that was so precious, and watching our parents and my business partner as they grew into their 60s, 70s, and 80s. It was so sad. It was sad. They became stooped and the way down, and they couldn't move, and they said all day watching baseball games they could care less about. And so we, we... They couldn't do anything else. We just said, we're not going that way. We're going to go kicking and screaming, and that's how we developed Rivers Sound. And we're planning we, to take as many of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We want you to come kicking and screaming with us because it's really fun in our late 60s to be more mobile, to be stronger, to feel better than we felt in our 30s and 40s. My God, it's, it's, I don't even know how to explain that to you. It sounds surreal, but 66, 68... And we move well. We uh, Even some of our classes, I always like it when the 30-year-olds start tapping out. And I'm not saying we push hard like some of our classes, like with my daughter, but, but we can keep up with the kids. We definitely can. And usually surpass them. So that's just a little braggadocia. It's not necessary. <laughs> but uh, Might even edit it out, or we might not. And so uh, I know this was a long interview. Um, I really wanted to get my story out there as part of our, our real people, real results, because I had real results. In fact, in 2007, I was diagnosed with diabetes, a 14.1 A1C. Can you imagine? If you're familiar with A1C numbers, that is astronomical. It's huge. But then again, we took what we knew, we researched. I found that a low-carb diet worked for me within six months. I had an A1C of 5.0. If you're a diabetic, you understand how that is. That is normal blood sugar. Out of that, we've developed more methods, more methodologies. We've developed ways for people to develop a lifetime eating program. There's just so many pieces of the puzzle, but they're all simple. We interviewed a client today who has had some amazing results, and her statement that struck me the most was once she started, she couldn't believe how simple it was to turn her health and her life around. We have people who are playing with their grandkids. We have people who are traveling worldwide with no pain, enjoying. They've got things they can do before they get in an airplane for a 17-hour flight and feel better and feel good and thrive during the flight. So we're so excited, and I, I, I wanted to be a testimony. I wanted you to hear my story because, in a way, my story and Peggy's story are the two stories that started all of this. Since then, we've helped thousands of people, and we are humbled that these people have given us their trust to work with us, and, and we, hope, we hope you do too. Um, that's it, you have any more questions for me? No, I think you did a really good job. Wow, I just kind of took over the interview, didn't I? You did a good I? job. Did you bounce while I was interviewing? A little, okay, not yeah, as much as I normally do. Because Peggy likes to bounce. I didn't want to distract. And if we bounce, you get to play whack-a-mole. Yes. Anyway. So we always give people the opportunity at the end of their real people interviews to pitch their business. If you're a realtor, you can give your phone number, your company, and make offers. So let me tell you, we're Dave and Peggy Stevens, and we're the founders of Rivers Zen, R-I-V-E-R-S-Z-E-N. We created a stretching method, which is like the one we, that fixed me on steroids. It's called stretch probability. Um, we have studios in Oahu, Washington, 
and a story of Oregon where we meet with people live. We'd love to meet you too if you're local, but we also have developed an online studio. I don't care where you're at in the country, I don't care where you're in the world, we can help you too. So hopefully, even if you don't ever work with us, hopefully this gave you the knowledge and the inspiration that you too can move well, stay healthy, and our marketing guy says, don't ever use the word happy, but we're happy. So be happy. All right. And most importantly, live with passion, love your life. And that's about all I've got. Anything else, Ms. Peg? That'll do it. That's all, folks. Bop.